0: Hi, I'm Gerd Hundel, acclaimed health journalist, turn motivational speaker, and transformational coach. This show is for anyone who wants to lead a happier, healthier, and inspired life. Create more self-love, inject more joy and abundance into their daily life. Join me for inspiring interviews and spiritual topics so you can become a soul warrior. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Get Inspired with Gerds podcast. I'm your host and today I have two transformational guests with me who are absolute beautiful souls. They have both known each other since the age of six and believe we all have the power to let go of what no longer serves us and embrace ourselves from the inside out. Heather and Timmy, it's an absolute pleasure having you on the show and thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you for having us. We're Excited to be here.
0: Oh, bless you guys! Well, your journey from you know being a business person and a res- being in real estate to going into crystals really interests me. So, could you tell the listeners what your lives were like before you you met the crystals?
1: Um, well, this is Heather. Um, my life was very, I would say, triple, uh, triple, triple, triple type A. Um, I was always always on the go, although now that I'm thinking about it right now, I feel like, gosh, there's a pattern reoccurring <laughs> anyway. Um, um, but at that time, you know, uh, on paper, I think I looked really good. I you know, was living by the beach. I ha- w- had, um was making a lot of money. I had great friends. I got to travel, everything on paper looked amazing. But on the inside, I was feeling discontentment. I was feeling um, that there was something more for me personally on a soul level, on a heart level that I needed to learn. So um, Mm. what happened was the business world um, in selling high-end real estate in Manhattan Beach, California at the time gave me um, the financial uh, freedom to be able to look into other venues of what can I do to get myself to a place where um, I was content? Because I had all all the other things that were supposed to be content by, but it wasn't feeding me. And that's kind of how I started on my crystal journey. And you know, when in the book and Crystal Muse, it really was as simple as um, you know. This was over 25 years ago, so crystals at mm-hmm. that time weren't something that were as mainstream or a common conversation as they are now. Um, And so I went into this little teeny store that had candles and some books and a few a few crystals. And when I went in, what really attracted me to the crystal world was this whole they were so beautiful and they were pretty and they were so sparkly and they came from different parts of the world. And then I learned that they had energetic um, properties attached to them. And I'm like, how can that be? How can a rock have energetic healing properties and that kind of 25 years ago just blew my mind like i don't know i couldn't even get my head around it and so because of that curiosity and this whole energy of like if this is real how come everyone's not talking about it led me personally on this journey so that's my story um heather And then Timmy.
2: Yeah, well my story is very different because I I would probably say I was a triple type A personality too. But I was working in the garment industry. So I was selling to all the like big box retailers like a Sears and JC Penney's and Walmart and Macy's and you know, again, really killing it and it was wonderful. It was lucrative. It was a lucrative industry to be in for a woman, but I almost feel that there was a point where I kind of sold my soul to be in it and, and the money wasn't really worth uh, me feeling as empty as I was at the end of the day. I think I lost a lot of my femininity because it was a very male driven industry Mm -hmm. at that time. And I just was feeling, um, I wasn't feeling like it was really filling me up with what with the money wasn't enough, if that makes sense. And so, in the long run, I ended up, or the short run, I ended up um, quitting my job, and I was kind of in an in-between time period. And Heather, who had been studying crystals and energy, was—I was kind of her guinea pig, as other people were. <laughs> and I really loved some of the stuff that she was doing. And she came up with our very first piece called Prosperity, which mm-hmm. is three Chinese coins tied with red string, which has a feng shui element to it, um, with jade as the main part of the necklace, to be worn so people could feel an energy of prosperity. If he knew nothing about crystals, which I didn't. And I was one of ten people, and every single one of us came back saying we felt something from wearing this prosperity piece. So I said to Heather, let's help some other people, I know how to get stuff made because of my background. Heather knew how to create the energies and we literally started selling this prosperity necklace out of the trunks of our car on the streets of Manhattan Beach, California where we grew up and that's how it started wow. 17 years ago.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. Um- do you know what I totally relate with both what you're saying like Heather in the aspect like you didn't know what the crystals were I kind of did the similar thing where i I went into a store and had no clue what they were and like yourself it's interesting that you said that um these have healing properties and when you kind of tell people that they kind of look at you like what
1: (laughs) oh yeah absolutely I mean and if you think about it I mean from a human logic how can a rock, you know, which is how most, a lot of people see them and, you know, even I do at times, but, um, how can that possibly be? Um, but, you know, and you, you probably discovered this on your journey is, is that mother nature has, um, a, a blueprint within her grace of the mountains and the trees and the flowers and, there is um, a very powerful lesson for us humans to learn mm-hmm. through, um, through the energy of Mother Nature. And so for me at that time, the energy of the earth was something that I could hold on to because it's something that was had an energy source, but it gave me a physical – it gave me this invisible world of energy and put it in a tangible thing that I could hold on to that could mm-hmm. help me – breathe deeper, that could help me just feel like I had something to hold on to if I was alone or I was scared, that um, was a physical aspect. And, you know, granted, for me, it was never, and I, I think a lot of people sometimes, you know, what we've been doing this for so long is, is that this is not a religion um this is not a complete you know it's not a belief system it's not a conversion it's basically the energy of the earth and the whole reason Mm -hmm. we wrote crystal muse was to demystify this whole kind of that you're giving your power over something or that this is over you but really at the energy the, the the main component is is that It's the unification of all of us, regardless of belief systems, regardless of our race, regardless of our sexuality, regardless of how much money we make. Mm -hmm. We all have our feet on the ground and on the earth. And maybe we needed to tap into this energy so that we can tap into what needs to be done right now on our planet, not only to heal ourselves, but to heal our Mother Earth, which is kind of a cool thing, because today is all about giving back, Um, you know, after Cyber Monday, and now it's this energy of Tuesday, which is this, where are we going to give? What are we going to reflect upon? And so thank you for having us on your podcast, because today's a a powerful day for us Mm -hmm. to reflect. And I know at Energy Muse, our whole thing is we're going to give back to to the energy of the Earth today on how we can help um, to heal our planet.
0: Oh, thank you, guys. I I just love what you said. It's so true about Mother Nature and like how I think we almost forget that we're part of Mother Nature. And it's almost like the crystals remind us to come back to who we actually are.
1: True. Well, well, beautifully said. Thank you. That's exactly true. 100 percent
0: god oh, bless you <laughs> um timmy i wanted to also talk about how you know you said that you're in a job um you're really unhappy again i relate with that and um, i was actually in i used to be a journalist <laughs> um five years ago and i had to leave the industry it took me actually collapsing and having a cancer scare to walk away and it's i just wanted to touch on about the male aspect it's it's really bizarre how that we you know we are feminine but somehow when we go into those industries we end up feeling that we need to prove ourselves and then the masculine energy comes out more
2: Mm, absolutely and I think we you know we all have a balance of male and female energy in our ourselves and our personalities and our souls but I think mine was out of balance and I definitely had more of that male energy and being a female I, I think it threw me
0: mm, absolutely yeah it's, it's almost like I don't know about yourself, but like if I knew about crystals beforehand, I wish I'd had them and put them in the office. And
2: <laughs> Absolutely. We might not have been so unbalanced. <laughs> that is for
0: sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so my dears, so you know, you guys are now the founders of Energy Muse. And um, I wanted to ask you, because there's so many different like websites out there, different shops that sell crystals. So what makes you guys a bit different to other crystal companies?
1: The thing that's cool right now is is that there are so many unbelievable crystal companies. I mean, I have to say, you know, I'm in both Timmy and I are in awe about how many great companies are, are available to us all nowadays. But mm-hmm. the thing that um I do believe makes Energy Muse a bit different is is that you know um, as this market grows, it's more important for um, I think somebody such as ourselves to know who the miners are where we're getting our crystals, how they're being taken out of the earth. Um, It's kind of, you know, similar to buying organic or, you know, sourcing. So our sourcing is really important. Um, We also are very, um, you know, due to the relationships after doing this and being in this industry for 17 years, we've um, established long-term relationships. So we also have miners that will give us um, the best of the best before, the top pickings. Does that make sense? And we also have access to um, going through crystals before other people see them and being able to pull. Mm. But what happens here at Energy Muse is once crystals come in and we have a huge warehouse, they all go into um, rooms which are completely um, chanting and energy chants of purification, of clearing, of activating, Are um, played 24 hours a day. We have um, they are saged, they are copaled, they are smudged. So there's a cleansing process that goes on all the time um, from the moment they enter to the to the moment that they leave the our premises. So the thing that's cool is is that one of the big key components of having crystals really work with you is is that they're cleansed and purified. And so when you buy a crystal or jewelry from Energy Muse, you can rest assured that you could put it on and work with it immediately. Um and that's a big thing that sometimes um people don't do before they work with the, the mineral world. And it's part of the sacred act of the whole uh connection with the with the human and the energy of the mineral. So I think that that makes us very different. Another thing is we are really about educating. So if you go on to our website at energymuse.com and you go to our blog, there is so much free information. We are really about, let's educate the public. Let's listen to our community who have questions. If there are questions that come in, we write blog posts on it. Here's the information. We want to empower people. We want to get the, um, this is not, you know, yeah, there are secrets within all of anything, but we're here (laughs) to, let's get the energy out. Let's get the information out. And that's really, I think what makes energy muse a leader and what continues to have us on the cutting edge of this industry, because Mm -hmm. we're hungry to be of service to our community and Timmy and I are, are still learning and what we learn, we share. We don't hold it to ourselves. We want more and more people to be empowered, to be awakened, to be enlightened, and to know that they have um, they have a place in their own life that they can um, shape, shift, and evolve in.
2: Well, and I think we were so honored to um, have Hay House come to us saying, will you please write a book on crystals? So exactly what Heather said, we have now a book that has all of this information to help people have practical uses, really easy things that you can do to work with the crystals. Because so often people are like, okay, now I have this beautiful piece of amethyst. It's from Brazil. What do I do with it? (laughs) And so we want to give, like we say, they're rituals, but they're almost like crystal recipes where you can work with your crystals. And when you work with them and connect with them, you can get a result.
0: Can I just say, I absolutely love the book. Like, like I was telling you guys a bit earlier on that, um, you know, I I fell into the crystals um, and then I'd sometimes read up about things, but you'd have to go to different, like lots of different websites. So different things, like different websites say different things. Um, And then when I got the book, when you guys sent it over, it just made everything so much clearer. Um, even like why we sage, why we do things in a particular way, and then also how to actually um, heal them. And I think it's so important that when you're starting out on this journey to have some, like almost like, it's almost like a Bible, isn't it? Like a, a
2: dictionary. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean, what we
1: really wanted to do, um, which is thank you for for mentioning that, is that There's so many books out right now on crystals that are unbelievable Mm. and beautiful and amazing, but a lot of them are very much um, kind of dictionary, like this is what the crystal does. Mm. And what we wanted to do with our book is that here are some guidelines of what the crystals do, but just like how every single human being is different, how everyone's going to interact with a crystal will be different. So we didn't want to, we wanted to have people go on the journey with us. Mm -hmm. We wanted people to go on the journey with the crystals on their own because some, one crystal for, for me might make me feel calm, but for somebody else that might make them feel, um, you know, energized. Mm. Everyone has to take their own relationship with the mineral world. It's just like a new friend. You've gotta get to know your friend. You've gotta spend time with your friend. You're gonna know if your friend makes you feel happy or if it's a friend that makes you guys laugh or it's a friend that's more of a healing friend. I think that if we look at the crystal world as something that's like something we go into a relationship to and have connection with, then that theme will um, evolve out into our life with our other relationships and how we interact with them. Yeah.
0: Guys, well, I just wanted to say the crystals that I have from you guys are just like, they're so amazing. And I, I have noticed though, if I go to like a shop and I pick up a crystal, you can feel the energy of, you know, hundreds or whether it was thousands of people that have, you know, touched the crystals. And when I received the ones from you guys, it was just so calm. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. I, I guess, because like you said, with the, you guys have already kind of like saged it. You've done the meditation. So it's like a quick tool that you can use, like- without having to like sage everything yourself you've done it on behalf of the like everybody so it really when you receive it it's like I don't know it's like a new energy when you yeah
1: absolutely yeah absolutely
0: so um I wanted to talk to you guys you know in the book it talks about um how crystals can help with healing from the inside out and finding our true selves can you tell us a bit more about that
1: the thing with crystals is that, and I, I I, think in what you touched upon earlier, which which is a great point, is, is that Mother Nature has a lot of wisdom that we, if we're silent enough and we take the time, we can tap into that energy source and then that energy source is tapped into within ourselves. So, you know, one of the things we always say is healer, heal thyself. And mm. one of the, the greatest tools and the messages I personally believe on the mineral world, which is what teaches me every day. And I'm gonna be honest, I mean, we're here right now in the holiday season and and we're busy and it's um, we have a new book out and there's a lot going on. And even with all these tools, we both need to stop and hold on to a stone and say, Okay let's sit down, let's take, we don't have time not to take five minutes and breathe. Because if we don't, we're not going to be present in our body. We're going to be out of our body. So in, in reflection back to your question, I think that healing starts when you're in it, not when you're circling around it. And one of the cool things, I mean, there's hundreds of them, but one of the main cool things about the crystal world is that it's still. It's there. And if you hold on to it and you become still like a crystal and really kind of breathe and expand, you'll break through some of those mind traps that are really one of the things on the list of things that need to be conquered when we are on the healing journey. So, once again, if you can sit down and even hold a crystal for five minutes. Sometimes we get our own answers. Oh, whoa, I might need to get up and walk. Uh, whew, it's time for me to take some time for myself. Ah, uh, Maybe it's time for me to get back on a better eating regime. We will be given answers intuitively mm-hmm. if we take the time to be silent enough to listen.
0: Absolutely. And what I found was really interesting when I kind of fell into crystals, And um, I'd already done like a massive transformation. And, you know, we're always we're always transforming and we're always healing as well. Um, but I found with the crystals that even though I was doing the self-love um, and the positivity, that the crystals kept every time I had a bit of an up and down would remind me to self-love myself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the big key, right? The, yeah. How do we get to a place where we just, we're worthy enough, we have self-worth, we love ourselves enough, we take the time. Mm. I mean, that's the formula, right?
2: Well, and I always love what Heather says. These crystals, too, can act as our touchstones. So Mm. exactly with what you just said, when you weren't in that space, your crystal held that energy for you. So when you saw it, it reminded you to go there.
0: Yeah.
2: Or
1: for some people, it reminds them that, hey, maybe it's time that I need to go pray. Or maybe it's time that I need to go for a walk. Or maybe it's time I need to reconnect with myself because I'm losing track. Um, and I'm becoming somebody else versus honoring who I am and being comfortable with just being me
0: Mm. wow (laughs) you've got me thinking (laughs) (laughs) I love that (laughs) um yeah that's that's so true hmm so, you know, guys, you know, like, say somebody who's new to crystals, for example, and, you know, they, they, they see these shiny, beautiful crystals, and they're like, hmm, these are intriguing, but they have no clue about what to do next. So how could somebody, like, clear and cleanse their space if they're kind of, like, feeling imbalanced?
2: Well, you always want to keep your space really clean. And so that's why we suggest before you do anything, sage your space. And mm-hmm. so you're just using plants, plant medicine, sage, and you're going to burn the sage stick and start at your front door and just really start there, go clockwise all around your home, or let's even say you could do it at your office, um, wherever you might need the sage. And if you use a feather, it's really good to use that to waft the smoke into each corner to really get into all areas. And once you've done that, you will feel that your space is a lot clearer and um, lighter. Mm. But you know, a lot of people have different views on how to go about staging. This is just one way. And like we even say with crystals, you can work with the crystals the way that we have suggested. But if there is something that you like to do or intuitively doesn't feel right that we're telling you, tweak it to work for you, it's all good, you know what I mean? But saging um, your space is the first place to start. Then you can start saging your crystals and that cleanses the energy of them. We also suggest putting them out like in the sun or in the moon for one whole day so that it just kind of clears the energy of the stones. If you're around a lot of people or if you've been having a piece with you or wearing like a piece of crystal jewelry, um, you know, sometimes it can take on other people's energies, or even, for that matter, your own energy. Um, so you maybe it just feels a little heavy. Try the staging. Try the sun. Try the moon.
1: Well, you know, in the book, there in this uh, the space clearing chapter, there is a prayer by from Bobby Lake Tom, who's one of if you look him up, one of the most. He's like the lineage of Native American. He's one of the you know the few that are that are alive still. And he let us publish his prayer, a Native American prayer mm-hmm. for clearing an environment. And that prayer in our book is powerful. People have used it from all over the world and they felt that the minute that they did that prayer with the sage with a window open, mm-hmm. they felt that um, the energy in their space shifted. Mm -hmm. So um, there's a lot of secrets and there's a lot of uh, stuff in our book that we put in that you're not going to find in other books because a lot of the stuff that is in our book is stuff that was shared with me from medicine men or kahunas that were it's shared verbally. Um, you know what I mean. It's it's when a teacher in the the ancient teachings, it wasn't written. It was verbal to verbal to verbal. So, I definitely think that our book is designed to be. It has a lot of secrets in it. It has a lot of shortcuts in it there's nothing like it on the market. and um, I just feel like it's um, definitely for people that are into crystals, but also people that don't are new to crystals. And the to your point of the question is is that if you don't know anything about crystals, Perfect. You don't have to know anything because looking at a crystal, it'll tell you what it does. The pink crystals make you feel like love. Pink is the color of love. Um, white crystals and clear quartz helps you feel clear. Well, it's a clear quartz. I mean, it's not. The thing is with the crystal world, people I feel get very intimidated by it. But the whole message there is you can't make a wrong move. It's it's love. It's energy. It's um whatever you pick is where you're at. Perfect. Well done. You didn't do, you know what I mean? Trust yourself. If anything that you're going to learn from this journey is that, you know, nobody's going to know what's better for you than you, but you got to get to know yourself enough to know what's right for you and trust yourself because, this is your journey. You come into this life alone and you're going to leave it alone. Mm. So get to know yourself while you're here, because if you don't, you're going to miss the opportunity of why we're here alive. That's life lessons on earth.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree with both of what you're saying, because it's so true that, you know, some people like will ask me like, I'm, I'm just like, I just kind of say what I kind of know, <laughs> but kind of now I can say like, um, you know, somebody will ask me about rose quartz. I'll say, have a look at the book or buy the book and you can look at this chapter and I think it's just so easy for them to understand it rather than reading loads of different websites and I think it's so true like you said that you just trust your intu- intuition because so many people you can know you can walk into a shop right and you can have a list of things but it's better to touch the crystals and know what you're feeling in that moment rather than just getting your list and thinking right this is what I need and I need to buy all of them. <laughs>
1: True. It's just like, you know, people, when they're entering a new love relationship, I mean, when someone meets someone, they're not going home and like reading a dictionary on something. Well, sometimes someone is if they're into astrology. Then, that, Yeah, well, maybe. But, the, but, but for most of us, you just, you meet someone, you know, if it feels right. You know, if you mm-hmm. like being around them, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's a feeling. And that's the whole thing with crystals. Just feel it. When we get it, we are moving out of this intellectual where we every that's what I love about the, the, the younger generation of, you know, even, we're talking like even like little kids and teenagers, wow. they get it. They're not asking, please explain to me what this does and what why I'm doing this. <laughs> They're like, I like it. It makes me feel good. I'm in. Yeah. And really, we need to take some a look at that because that's really what the crystal world's about. Do you, what does it feel like? Does it make your heart sing? Then go for it. Don't. If you get into your head and make it an intellectual process, like what is this going to do for me? What does this mean? How is this going to then, – then we've all missed the point because we have got to start to feel is to heal. Use mm-hmm. your feelings as your foundation to move forward. And then that's how you reshift and recalibrate and reprogram your body. But, but it's all about feeling. And we got to move out of that headspace and into the headspace of the heart. And that's when we're going to be really on track as a human species.
0: Wow. Yeah. I don't
1: even know what I just said there but whatever yeah, exactly. okay great I don't know that was like a stream of
2: consciousness of whatever but, but you know one thing that Heather mentioned and I just want to reiterate when you're saging it really is important to open windows and doors mm. because you gotta let that negative energy out and yeah. I did not mention that and Heather kind of said that but it's really super important
0: mm. I just wanted to say, like, Timmy, what you said about having your own, like, your own style. I think it's so important because, like, not even just, you know, crystals, but, like, meditation, yoga, there's all these different things, like, you can do. And, like, a lot of people think, like, right, when they're first out in meditation or yoga that, you know, you have to follow this master and how they do it. And if you don't do it that way, then it's wrong. And it's like, it doesn't allow you to kind of connect with who you are and what you're feelings are about that kind of thing so like with the crystals like you know you, you read something about it but you need to trust what works for you for sure and, and you know what I think
2: too um <laughs> is that um so often we we want to give the power over to something else when we really want to keep the power within like people will come into our office and say hey you know what crystal should I buy and Heather and I are like, well, we don't know what crystal art are you resonating with. I mean, we could definitely suggest stuff. Like you said, you can go in with the list and say, this is what I need intellectually. This is what I know I need. But until you touch and feel and you connect,
0: you know, how do you know? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my dears, i um... I do need to ask you a few more questions. <laughs> okay. Um, Say so if somebody, you know, at this moment, uh, you know, it's kind of winter's coming up and they're about to have an operation, um, what, which kind of crystal should they use for their recovery?
2: Well, you know, interesting. Um, I don't know that, that this would be right for everyone because it's a very detoxifying stone. Mm. But um, I actually had my hip replaced three years ago. Wow. And I um, used a shungite mat and shungite again, it can throw you into a lot of detox, but it is really, really healing. And Heather always says it kind of um, touts it as the miracle molecule stone of the 21st century. <laughs> I believe that, that it is, it really did help help heal my hip. I mean, I was, I mean, I'm younger, but it also, I got through that surgery really quickly. Wow. Um, I also laid on a biomat, which I don't know if, if your listeners know what a biomat is, but it is this mat that heats up and it actually has tubes of amethyst that run through the whole mat. Wow. And um, again, amethyst being a really amazing healing stone, the combination of those two things were fabulous. Now, do you have to lay on a biomat? No. You could get a piece of amethyst and lay that on the place where you had surgery, possibly. Yeah. But those are a couple of things that I did that personally helped. But again, I don't know that that is going to be the right thing for everyone. I'm just giving you things that I did.
0: Mm. Yeah. I totally understand what you mean. You've got to trust. It's it's like you guys are saying, you have to trust your intuition and what you need in that moment, right? Yeah, Absolutely. So, you know, in the book, you guys talk about the different crystal shapes, which I thought was amazing because I had no clue why I was picking up certain things. Um, so could you explain more like the different crystal shapes and how they work differently?
2: Well, you know, the one thing you you kind of touched on is where do people start? What we find is many people like to start with the tumbled stone. It's really easy. You can hold it in your pocket. You can sit it on your desk. You could put it in your car put it on your bedside so it's just a tumbled stone is kind of that really amazing entry point where people can start connecting with crystal and crystal energy so we we find that that just by doing this so long that's where a lot of people start does that make sense
0: yeah yeah I get what you mean yeah
2: okay and then a lot of people might be attracted to a sphere a sphere you know has a perfect symmetry Mm -hmm. and so it just brings balance and peace and relaxing energies into any environment so spheres are really amazing to have around you can hold them in your hands you can place them on a stand i don't know i love holding spheres in my hand because they just feel so good and and um comforting Mm. what kind of stones do you work with do you like to work with raw or do you like to work with specific
0: shapes yeah i love raw ones because they're just they're unique
2: yeah. And, and, you know, again, that is a personal preference because a lot of people like to work with things that come out as they have from Mother Earth. So there's no polishing or shaping to them. So that's another amazing um, shape or style to work with. Another thing that people have been very attracted to is we have these harmonizers. They, they look like um, cylinders. And when people meditate, they often will choose these selenite harmonizers to hold in each hand. It's a very grounding energy. Selenite, we haven't talked a lot about at all um, with you, but selenite is one of those stones that if you could have a stone in your, let's say, crystal tool chest, selenite would be the one that you should have it just we like to tout it as being liquid light Mm. and when you hold a pair of selenite harmonizers in each hand it is it just really unblocks the energy any maybe stagnant energy that you may be feeling and very good for meditation
0: absolutely like um when i read the book I bought some (laughs) and I literally, I remember putting it on my body and like, kind of like you guys say in the book, you just feel like a reboot.
2: Yeah, that's a great way of saying it. It's definitely like a reboot. And then, you know, a lot of people are attracted to hearts. And so heart Mm. um, shaped crystals hold the energy of love. And sometimes we'll just say, let's just say you had a piece of rose quartz heart and you were holding it on your heart, on your chest for 11 minutes. You could just be laying in bed, watching TV, whatever. You are going to feel a different energy that happens when you have that on your chest. It's amazing that love energy is permeating and resonating with you and reminding you to love yourself, love others. Mm.
0: Would you say that, you know, someone who's new to crystals, would you say that all of them work kind of the same way? So so that each crystal is equally strong no matter what shape it is?
2: I think, like, for example, I didn't mention anything about points, but points Mm -hmm. have a different energy in that the energy is pointing up, or the energy is directing upwards, so those are points are really good to work with if you're manifesting so like if you were to write something down on a piece of paper like i am manifesting love and light and joy in my life and you put a crystal point on top of that Mm -hmm. you are directing your intention up as into manifesting it and making it happen so i do think the different shapes give you different results when you work with them like you wouldn't want to necessarily hold a point for meditation because you want to be more grounded and um go within then going with a point that directs the energy up if that makes sense
0: thank you that yeah that makes a lot more sense and if any of you guys are still a bit unclear definitely check out crystal muse book because it explains everything so easy <laughs> and it really helped me to realize why the types of crystals that i pick up and and why i kind of tend to resonate with those ones and guys we are coming towards the end of the show it's gone really quick and um, I- Got a few more questions for you guys. Um, What are your five top tips for somebody whose energy is stagnant at the moment? What could they use?
2: Well, going back to selenite, I think selenite is one of those amazing stones that I actually wear every single day. We have a piece called the energy clearing necklace, and it's literally like a cube of selenite. And I don't go a day without it. Because it's, again, it's liquid light. It's really good to have around if there is stagnant energy that you're feeling or stagnant energy around you. Um, A lot of people like to work with selenite. uh, they, They call them wands. It's really like a stick of selenite where you could place that at your off in your office, next to your bedside. Selenite is really good to help break up the pattern of not being able to sleep. So I often have it just laying on my chest before I go to bed every single night. Mm -hmm. Really, to me it's like my sweet dream um crystal. I love having selenite around.
1: You know, pyrite's kind of a really cool one. Mm -hmm. Um I just what we've been noticing lately is that a lot of people are really looking into financial abundance, however that word is defined. Mm -hmm. And pyrite is this stone that's very sparkly. They call it fool's gold. But that one is really one that helps us to kind of take a look at something that um, it mirrors back to us. It almost has a reflective quality to it. And so it's almost you're looking in the mirror. And it helps you to break through. Hey, what, what do I need to break through to help bring more abundance in my life, do I need to change my thought patterns? Do I need to maybe shift my job or shift into another part or position of my job? Is it time to start something on my own? Um, th- there's a lot of things that that we s- become stagnant, and usually that's when we stop the energies on a really on a deeper level is because we're not happy, we're not fulfilled in doing that, and so energetically we stop things happening in our life because really what we need to do is look at that and kind of break through that Mm -hmm. so that we can break through what is holding us back. Mm -hmm. So pyrite's a great stone for that. Also another one is, um, you know, it sounds cliche, but it's really the truth. Love does heal everything. And rose Mm -hmm. quartz is kind of similar to selenite in the fact that When we're able to come through a place of love and forgiveness, we can break through heartache. We can break through inner resentments, resentments with other people. We can break through the things that um, keep us stuck. And rose quartz is the reminder stone of, you know what? I love, I don't know if you've ever heard of a ponopono. It's a Hawaiian technique, Mm. but um, and many people have talked about it. There's four things that you say. Holding a piece of rose quartz over your heart, you think of somebody in your mind that maybe you've had. It could be a family member, it could be a friend, it could be a past work, something that's lingered that you still hold, maybe as resentment or hard or ill feelings. And you see that person in front of you, and you say, with holding the um, rose quartz, you say, "Thank you," and you say, "I love you," and you say, um, "I forgive you," and and I'm sorry. And you say that over and over, because you're saying to that person energetically, thank you, thank you for teaching me the lessons that I needed to learn. I love you because I needed to learn those lessons. Thank you for being that person and and, um, I forgive you. And um, I'm sorry. And what that does, it sounds, and I really encourage people to try this simple technique and just even do it for five minutes. After saying those things out loud with this person in front of you, you feel like a weight has been lifted from your body. It's um and you and it's like almost like oh my god that's magic. The magic was is that you allowed yourself to realize what part you took in that relationship mm-hmm. to create it on whatever level, and realizing that all of um, the people that are the good, the bad, and the ugly are here to teach us something about ourselves. So um, in a really long answer, Rose Quartz.
0: <laughs> Yay. Anyway, I, love I that. thought
2: of another one too I Ooh. love blue laced agate because mm-hmm. I definitely came into this earth with a raspy voice and as most people know the fifth chakra is all about speaking your truth mm-hmm. Mine seems to have a blockage, so I like to work with um, Rose. With I'm sorry, here I'm back to Rose quartz. So I should learn to love myself. Uh, blue lace <laughs> agate to help open up the throat chakra, so that I'm I'm more uh, able to speak my truth mm. rather than holding it in, which I think holding in can definitely cause a whole bunch of other stuff down the line. So blue lace agate has helped me with the stagnant energy in my throat chakra.
0: Beautiful.
2: I think. Okay, so. Any of the black stones,
1: oh. um, your black tourmalines, your black onyx, um, your smoky quartz, mm. any of the rainbow obsidians, these are the stones that help you let go. And what I like to do, and once again, these rituals are all in our book, but um, one a, a simple technique is literally holding uh, one of these minerals in your hand, crystals in your hand, and like getting pissed off. Getting angry, like, you know what, I can't even, uh, I'm so whatever, and literally saying it out loud, and seeing this black stone absorb it, so that you don't hold it in you, you're allowing Mother Earth and that darkness of the stone to suck the darkness out of your own mind, body, and spirit. It's a really powerful technique, going back to what Timmy was saying about the voice, is, is that we've been taught to only say in, you know, in recent spiritual kind of, uh, teachings, mm-hmm. um, you know, let's use mantras, let's use positive affirmations, but you know, within all of us is a dark and a light side. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's the yin and the yang. It's the yang, it's the both of us. So, with the sooner that we acknowledge the things that we don't like to say out loud or acknowledge within us the things that we don't like, but we could actually say it and let it go. That's really when we really start transforming, healing and, and um, moving to that next energetic level.
0: Wow. I have to admit, smoky quartz, that, that is something. <laughs> um, I bought some a few months back and wow. Um, I put it yeah. in my office and it just, like you said, um, Heather, all the negative stuff just went boom
1: <laughs> yeah it's powerful it's it's amazing um how these simple techniques of you know and, and why do you a question that we get asked a lot is why do you think people are so into crystals now mm. well I think that so much of our world now is very um it's on you know it's online it's electronic mm. it's this it's that and, you know, a lot of people live in the city and not not everyone has the access to being out in nature. So mm-hmm. the crystal world allows people in the city or people that don't have are so close to being outside with you know land, bringing Mother Nature inside to remind mm-hmm. us to connect. So I think that that's why they're making such a big play right now more than ever is because on a soul level, we know that that's really what we're doing. Although we're connecting more th- through the worldwide web and having information available to us quickly, we're missing a big component of the human connection
0: yeah.
1: of the nat- of mother nature connection, because that is part of our human formula mm-hmm. is connecting. And so maybe that's why crystals are are really um, making a big surge into the mainstream because we know that there's something missing that we need to realign with.
0: Absolutely. I feel like about 10 to 12 years ago, like when the internet was just starting out, like we all were more connected to ourselves. And before we had phones, we had that time where we read a book and we connected to ourselves or we spent family quality time with our friends and we went outside to meet them, not on our phones or on Skype or on Facebook. We we were more in tune, whereas now we want quick fixes of everything that like like you guys just said, like um, that we've forgotten ourselves almost.
2: Yeah, we forgot how to connect.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's simple things to do like one tool is next time you go out to dinner with your friends or your family, don't look at your phone. Yeah, that's a mind-blowing idea. But you know what? It's because we've become to this place where we don't even like if unless we're being completely stimulated at all times, we don't even know what it feels like not like to have that breath where you're in a conversation Mm. with somebody and there's like a moment of space where someone's not talking, where you don't immediately pick up your phone to fill the void. So (laughs) I try that. Let's do that this holiday season. Next time you're out to dinner or out to lunch with somebody Mm. make a pact that both of you will be engaged through that meal and Mm. not pick up your phone, Snapchat it or take a photo of it and Instagram it like actually live it with that person versus through your phone.
0: It's funny that you guys say that because <laughs> um, my partner and I on date nights, what we do is we put our phones both in the middle and we face them both kind of inwards. And we say that the first person who picks it up will have to pay for the bill. <laughs>
2: oh, that's smart. I like
0: that. It's quite funny. Like in the beginning, we both would be like, oh, no, nope, better not. Better not. <laughs> it, it does actually work. And actually, you have a great night because you're not taking photos of what you've eaten or, you know, where you're heading. You're being in that present moment with the other person exactly yeah so my dear like if anybody you know wants to find you guys where would they find you online
1: well online we are um at energymuse.com we're um at on facebook we're on instagram my name um i this is heather um i'm obviously i'm trying to build my instagram because my name's more crystal related so i'm heather underscore askinosi um and we are, you know, the thing that's cool about what we're doing right now is, you know, we have a subscription program that's going to be coming out next year, which is going to be um, obviously different information than what we have on our blog. It's going to be like secret rituals that are not um, publicly um, you know, it's going to be this, this community that if you subscribe to it, you're going to get stuff that nobody else has. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting at energy We really are, um, next year's goals are to really expand having more courses, having more online, um, technology, speaking of technology, but using it in a way, um, in a, a way of connecting, where people could have access to information, um, at their fingertips in an affordable way. So that's really what we're rolling out next year, um, at Energy Muse. So, you know, um, this month we have lots of cool, um, products out. Um, so visit us on our website. If you have not picked up Crystal Muse, please, 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 um, give it a shot. And, you know, if you like it, please put a, comment on um Amazon for us and a review. Um and just you know what, everyday Timmy and I thank God, um, Great Spirit, the source that is all for us being able to do what we love to do each and every day and for us to talk to people like you who are open and you're and and your community who's who's listening and opening and we really can change the world because we are the people that we're waiting for in many ways we we can change ourselves we can change and heal our planet and um and thank you for um this opportunity because we know you could be talking to 20 million other people and we we're grateful that you um want to talk to us
0: oh bless you i love you guys anyway regardless of it (laughs) because the work that you do is just so beautiful and the way you guys talk about it, it's so connected. Um, My last question was for you guys was, what are you both most grateful for?
2: Wow, well... um, (laughs) For me, it would be, I mean, I'm grateful that I get to work with Heather.
1: Good good answer. Good answer that she's sitting next to me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There's not a lot of people that could actually work with their best friend for 17 years. We've known each other for over 40 and still be able to do what we love to do and help others. So I am grateful for that. Um. Let's see what's grateful. You know I don't what? I if you could top that one. I'm sorry. I
1: have to say she took my, <laughs> my grateful one. But um. Okay. So this is in a. You know, this is a shout out to um. Who? Okay. So I'm. We're grateful to um. To be in a place right now where you know, starting this company 17 years ago, we were kind of called a lot of different things. We were called witches. We were called mm-hmm. nobody got us. Um. Nobody knew where to pocket us. And I think that we're grateful now that we're in a, a time on the planet where people are having open conversations, and they're diversifying, and that we can be part of this movement of awakening, um, and just being able to um, to be. A, on the forefront of, of people you know of people that are gonna give back to help heal our planet because we are at a pivotal point right now and this isn't really a political issue it's a human issue that we gotta we got to take a look around so grateful to be in this movement and uh, grateful to be able to talk to Gerds
0: yes. I like it <laughs> oh thank yeah, you yeah, God. yeah. Oh you guys are just adorable. (laughs) Um, Thank you guys so much for, you know, sharing your information about, you know, Energy Muse and the crystals and just being for who you guys are, because you guys are definitely making a change in the world. You guys are both beautiful light workers. And for somebody like myself, and a lot of young people out there, you're helping us to realize that we can all heal with all these kind of different healing techniques of crystals and saging. So thank you, lovely souls for just being on the show and being yourselves.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Wow, what an amazing podcast with Heather and Timmy. Guys, do check out their website because the work that they do is just so powerful. And believe it or not, I've actually used a lot of the crystals that they sell. And also the book has just helped me to just realize how I can connect to myself on a more deeper and personal level. Unfortunately, that's the end of the show. Don't forget that you can find me on Twitter at IamGerds, that's I-A-M-G-U-R-D-S. You can find me on Facebook at Get Inspired with GURDS and Instagram, where I bring you lots of inspirational and motivational quotes and tips about life. Now, this week, I want to leave you with this quote. Crystals are living beings at the beginning of creation. That's a quote by Nikola Tesla. Take care, and I'll see you in the next show. Bye.